Legend in My Spare Time contains themes and subjects that may not be suitable for everyone listening. If you're easily offended, we suggest you get your podcast on elsewhere. Get the fuck off of our podcast! Legend in My Spare Time! Motherfucker! It's time for the Word of the Week, brought to you by Don'tBeADouchebag.com No chance! This week's word... Bitch, as in you are a, or stop being a, or how come you always have to act like a? Do I really need to explain it further than that? That's your word of the week. For Matt Lee's, I'm Matt Lee. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to your favorite podcast. It's your boy, the Rev Matt Lees, a.k.a. Lil Jimmy, but we'll explain that later. And we are 24 hours out and only seconds out from two of the most exciting events in recent history in professional wrestling. So, yes, if you're not a pro wrestling fan, you might get a little bit of white noise from this one. But after what's happened recently... This is what we're going to talk about. Welcome. Who else would I want to have here to discuss wrestling with me? I can't think. Who would I ask? Oh, I know. But special guest, Penthouse Lenny Lilac. Welcome, sir. Hello. Hello. <clears throat> it is I, your favorite special guest. It's true. <clears throat> That's true. They call me the litter box because I get all the pussy. <laughs> Penthouse, Matt Lilac. <laughs> Matt Lilac. Taking my name again, huh? Penthouse. <laughs> only well, for the because certain people are looking for me currently. And so. After all the events in wrestling, you're the only guy I could have here tonight. Oh, thank you very much. I mean, despite the two pro wrestlers that we know. Yeah, but those guys are marks. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> right, Zinger. Yeah. Oh, so it's been a great. I mean, honestly, uh, Sunday night the WWE had their pay per view, Money in the Bank. We spoke about it a little bit. Basically, in the storyline, CM Punk promised that if he won the belt, he's leaving. I went deeper in debt to Rogers Communications so that I could actually I actually paid for it. And how much was that? Forty four ninety five. Forty four ninety five. I didn't buy the HD one because I just sat upstairs and on my alone because my kids are downstairs. So mm-hmm. I didn't watch it on the big TV. I just right. sat there because I knew I'd be uninterrupted, and I sat on the edge of my seat for that match. One, I was trying not to fall asleep because I had been up for almost two days, but 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 I really wanted to watch it. I couldn't couldn't take a chance. I would pass out. Yeah, it was because it was fucking awesome. Myself, I had to work, so I woke up the next morning, downloaded it, legally acquired it, and watched it online. Mm-hmm. And I just wished watching it that I would have been able to be watching it with wrestling guys because I watched it next to Tara. She doesn't really understand. She's not really a wrestling fan. Yeah. 
What a fantastic pay-per-view. Let's skip everything else and only talk about the title match. CM Punk versus John Cena. And again, Punk promised if he got the belt, he's leaving. Yeah, it was a really sloppy match. Like, yeah. there, nothing was tight. Yeah. John Cena can't wrestle. No, but no. It's the like, crowd was so hot. It was. They showed a, vi- a video, a vignette, and as the vignette ended, the camera panned across the 14,000-strong crowd who all stood up and in unison chanted CM Punk for probably 20 seconds. Then his music hit, the one that you heard at the beginning of the episode this week, and it went fucking crazy. And shit. then they give him about five minutes to just play with the crowd, which does not happen. So he sits in the middle of the ring, just sits there staring at the crowd. When he gets back up, the crowd goes crazy, runs out, gives a T-shirt to his mom, gives her a hug, says hi to Colt Cabana and Ace Steel, two ind- independent pro wrestlers at ringside who are two of his closest friends. It was fantastic. And the end result was CM Punk wins the title, blows Vince McMahon a kiss, and leaves the arena with the belt. Best possible ending. Awesome. Did, and didn't I book that a couple weeks ago? Well, I think we both said that was the only way they could go with That it. was the only way I would continue watching is yeah. if they did that. Yeah, because they have this uh, they have this thing about fucking everything up for us. And you th- you, Did you really think he was going to tap out it there? I don't know. It was hard to judge <laughs> yeah. because I was like, this is it. It's over. There's yeah. no way CM Punk wins and leaves with Vince's belt. Well, you found out just now why. That's true. <laughs> so the pay-per-view ends in such a high note. That Penn tells Lenny Lilac and I, originally we were going to podcast and then go watch Raw. Then we discussed that, you know what, I'm probably going to watch Raw anyway. I'm going to start watching until I have to leave to go to the podcast. And I thought, you know, I'm going to watch too. So we turned it on and they announced because the belt is gone, they're going to start with a WWE Championship tournament live tonight on Raw. So immediately the two of us are like, I text Lenny and I say, get over here. We'll just watch Raw. So the eight-man tournament to decide who gets the belt because CM Punk has run away with his. And at this point, and they weren't going to say CM Punk's name anymore. Vince was going to get rid of him. You never heard of him. Wipe him from the history books. But at this point, I was no longer interested. Yeah, which is why I almost wanted us to podcast before. Yeah. We watched because we were so excited. Like off of last night's event, Sunday night's event was so good. We were so excited. And then now you see Raw and it's kind of like, oh. So <laughs> I hate wrestling again. <laughs> yeah. But last night uh, at the pay-per-view, the crowd was insane. The, the screaming that went on and the fact that he kept going over to his independent wrestler friend and making a point to make sure the camera got on him. I haven't amazing. spent money on a real, on a pay-per-view. The last money I spent on the pay-per-view was the TNA hard justice last year. Cause it was an ECW, I, a reunion show basically. Right. right? Which was and terrible, wasn't it? No, not for me because I was a huge ECW fan. I used to go to all the events in Buffalo. Right. And we, I watched everything from, from their start to finish of their whole promotion. I, ECW was what I, I was about. Mm-hmm. So for that, for me, that was the third of the, of the reunion shows because Vince did two and then TA. So I spent money on that. Other than that, I hadn't bought a pay-per-view. Well, I mean, we chipped on in WrestleMania and I, I'd like my money back for that. Yeah. How like sad is it that last night's Money in the Bank was tenfold better than Mania? Yeah, because we just all got together and everyone paid five bucks or whatever, yeah. ten bucks, so it was worth it. Yeah. But, no, it wasn't. I, it was the piece of garbage. It really was. We we all said after we could have just gone to the bar and not spent I could have just not watched it. Yeah. And read the reviews. Yeah, but last night's pay-per-view, I mean, I said... If the, you haven't seen it or we didn't ruin it for you, even, even though we have ruined it for you now, like we told you what happened, it's still worth buying it or... 
Oh, come on. If Illegal you're a, acquiring. If it. you're a wrestling fan who's that interested, you already know Punk's, yeah. the, ch- Punk's the champ. Punk but left. even as a non-wrestling fan, if you if you don't like wrestling, I'm telling you, watching that main event, you might like it. Yeah, exactly. I heard people actually on the radio today talking about how it like took them back to when they were kids yeah. and that initial excitement. Look it up. If you're not that interested or you're just a little bit interested, just even try to download the Punk Cena yeah, you can main pro- event. I guarantee it's on YouTube by now. Oh, and they actually end up on iTunes. Did you know that? Main- WWE puts all the matches on iTunes later. Oh, really? And you can buy it for like three ninety nine to buy one yeah. match in HD. Yeah. Which, honestly, I might pay three bucks to I have that match that. in HD on my phone. Yeah. Just that one match. Just to hear the crowd. It's oh, it was insane. It. Like, I had goosebumps. I was watching. Chicken skin? I was you know chicken skin. It, other parts of the world, they don't call it goosebumps. They call it chicken skin? Yeah. That's really Hawaii. weird. Yeah, I watched uh, Terra Fall Asleep, so I was watching with headphones on. Yeah. So I got the full exposure of that crowd going fucking crazy. And I had goosebumps. I honestly was sitting on the edge of the couch yeah. going, holding my head. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hindsight is uh, twenty twenty, as they say, but I I really, really wish I would have tried to like work out so I could have gotten the night off and that we could have watched together because yeah, well, it was so good. I had a feeling it was going to be good, but uh, who could have predict? Like, you've got 10 years of garbage in front of it. Yeah. So, like, how are you going to know? No, exactly. I mean, I, I thought about getting off work and trading, and I was like, nah, oh, then but you get fired. It's going to suck anyway. <laughs> yeah, right, Tim? Uh, <laughs> it's funny. I'm getting lots, lots of listener mail that's like, please tell me what's going on. Yeah, we, we will in this special episode. That's right. If you want to know the whole story, you have to email me. Yeah. And tell me where you're listening from. This section of the podcast has been removed to protect the innocent and the not so innocent. You're fired. Oh, wait. We were just spoiled raw. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Vince got fired on raw. Yeah. Vince McMahon's out. Speaking of people getting fired. <laughs> we have a Skype message from a brand new listener. Scott from Egan, Minnesota. Oh, cool. Says, hey, Matt, just wanted to say that I'm enjoying Legend in my spare time. Keep up the great work. I mostly heard about your show from Zach, but mostly from Ollie. <laughs> and I said, seeing as we've never spoken, hey, Scott, how'd you like to be on the show right now? And you know what Scott said? He said, sure. So should we bring on a complete stranger? Yeah. Okay, let me get rid of the uh, background music that we're stealing. Oh, it's good, though. All right, let's take a look. A man we've never spoken with. No No, idea who he is. His name's Scott. Scott. Minnesota. That's all we know. Here we go. Let's see how this goes. What if he's a plant and he actually hates our guts? Hello. Scott. Hey. Hey, man, this is Matt motherfucking Lee's here. Hey, Matt. With my good friend, Penthouse Lenny Lilac. How's it going, Scott? Good. How are you? I'm awesome. Yeah. You know, it's funny. (laughs) It's very funny that you were willing to be on the show. Good for you, sir. Well, thank you. There are worse things you could do, I guess, than embarrass yourself on a stupid podcast. Oh, sir, I have my own podcast, so, you know. You do. New. Oh, that's why oh, you're yeah. willing to be here. <laughs> sure. He just, just wants to hawk well, his no own plugs. shit. <laughs> yeah. No plugs allowed. <laughs> All right, no plugs. No plugs allowed. So uh, you, you mentioned you heard about us from mostly from Ollie. So you were listening to Ollie's podcast back in the day. I was. And did you think? And did you think Ben was a faggot like we did? Yes. Fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. And uh, you also listened to Misinformation, our good friends from Iowa. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I'm in uh, Minnesota, so I'm just kind of like above Zach, towering above him. Yeah, we all are, sir. He's like three foot <laughs> one or something. I remember at his wedding, he was running around jumping into people's arms. That's how little he is. <laughs> oh, Zach. All right, so, Scott, you can pl- this is your only plug. What's your podcast? Uh, my show is called I Love Doc. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm going to cut that part out, I think. 
<laughs> I think I'm going to slip out the name. I'll just be like, uh, yeah, my show is called I Love, I Love Cock. Cock. <laughs> and it's free on iTunes. It's called I Love Cock. I Love Cock. <laughs> so, all right. So you heard about us through those two guys. Yeah. And let me ask you a blatant question, the kind of question that Pentel's Lenny Lilac would, would ask me. What do you have to right. offer? Why do we keep you on the line? What are you here to talk to us about? Um, I'm just kind of surfing the internet on learning how to put a ship in a bottle because I have the urge to do that. Really? You have the urge to do that? <laughs> I've had a lot of urges and I've never had an urge to put a ship in a bottle. Why, like, what, what brings that on? Yeah. Um, because I've been holding <laughs> on my desk, I've had like a very old bottle of Tabasco and I finally emptied it <laughs> right tonight. And I'm like, oh, this is a good size for a good starter. Tabasco bottle's really small, right? Uh, eh, this was about a medium size. What I think it was, twelve ounces. All right, I don't think we get them that big here in Canada. <laughs> we only get the little tiny ones that are like two inches or something. You can get know. a bigger one, but nobody buys it because how much Tabasco do you really need? <laughs> well, apparently Scott from Egan, Minnesota, needs more Tabasco than that. <laughs> how long That's did strange. it take you to eat that much Tabasco? So, hmm. That's a lot of Tabasco. Eat a lot of. I like a lot of spicy food, so. Hmm. That's a lot of Tabasco, man. That's a small boat. <laughs> so yeah, like when you say you're trying to figure out how to get it in the bottle, are you saying you're trying to figure out how to first procure and shrink a ship and then get it in the bottle, or do you have to make a tiny ship first and then put? Like I don't understand here. Is it going like, to be a Kinder like I Egg? Had to, I had to make a, a ship. Basically, essentially, from what I've been reading, is I can't believe we're talking about this. You first. Build the ship on the outside, and you gotta have to make sure it fits inside the teeny little opening, and then you have to like quickly s- put some poles and like get the masses up with the glue while it's still wet. And yeah, yeah, you have to pull like strings there. and shit and make it stand up and stuff. Yeah, sounds like a lot of work, dude. I, you know, I stayed at a cottage once down uh, on Long Point, and uh, it was really. The, like the motif in the cottage was all these ships in a bottle, and me and my yeah. brother was we used to go around and mess with them, <laughs> like <laughs> put put like things inside the bottle. So like when the people came back who actually owned the cottage, they like look at their ship and they're like, "Why is that Lego guy standing on the ship?" And we'd leave it. I hope <laughs> there's no payoff for our joke. Gets my, I hope that <laughs> someone gets my little ship in a bottle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, Scott, tell me the most offensive joke you know. Uh, how do you make a butcher cry? I don't know. Kill his family. <laughs> Good well done. Good job. Good job, man. Scott, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Other than that uh, boat thing. <laughs> ship in a bottle bullshit. Yeah, yeah right that, on, guys. That ship in a bottle was weak. But uh, thank you for joining us. And uh, everybody at home, check out Scott's podcast called I Love Cock. And uh, I believe it's available on iTunes. Thank you, buddy. Yes, Thanks, I thought I hope you have a pleasurable evening, and uh, may the herpes-infested sailor that you sleep with later pull out before ejaculating in your ass. Well, hopefully my mom actually tips you this time. Oh, boosh. <laughs> Good night, sir. Good night. Fair enough. I actually wanted to hang up on him as soon as we got Why? home. That Oops. was it. That, he, that was interesting. I guess it was. Shit for the bottle. Fucking weirdo. <laughs> we'll leave it in. And now we're going to call Mike Knight. He doesn't know we're calling. Uh-huh. I remember once we did a... Uh, Chat chat roulette live on the show. Yeah, and Rev Davies was getting mad because we kept finding cocks. Like, cause every other video was like a dude beating off. <laughs> He's not answering. Uh oh. What's up? What's up, Mike Knight? How are you, sir? Hold on a second. I can barely hear you. 
Oh. You know hey, what? There you are. You were one of the people who leave your Skype open, but you are evidently never prepared for Skype. Is that correct? I'm playing. Huh? I'm playing Crackdown. Do I really leave it open? I don't even know. Yeah, it's open all the time. Oh, well, maybe I'm just not available. And maybe you are. Are you are you sneaking away from a spy right now? Am I what? You're whispering. Okay. The kids are asleep. Hold on a second. I'm going outside. Yeah, that's better. Nice. Mike Knight, welcome to Legend of My Spare Time. Oh, we're recording, are we? Jesus. Yeah. Why else would I call you on Skype at 11.52 at night? I might have known. That's true. Penthouse Lenny Lilac is here, too. How's it going, Mike? Hi, Penthouse. Now, for those of you who don't directly already know, Mike Knight is the man who connected us with the North by Northeast football tournament. He is the one that we called a proud peacock on the field last year. He is the one who hooked us up with Murray Foster of Great Big C, and he's also the one, I think, who scored a goal this year. Is that correct? You know it for the first time in five years. Nice. Now, Murray Foster, when he was on this show, you know, bass player of Great Big C, he's, he's a big fan of ours. I'm just saying. Uh, he promised me that he was going to kick you right in the dick. Did he do it? He he did not. Did anything come up? Did he mention me at all? Uh, I mentioned, I, I thanked him for uh, for being so open to being on the podcast. And he said that you guys were good guys and you had a good time. So, See, you should have let me t- talk about the REM songs. That would I know. Great. That would have been great. We had such a good we had such a good setup for Murray Foster, but we didn't want to be seen to perhaps be mocking him. But we were going to do this whole thing where Penthouse didn't really know which band he was in, and he thought he was in REM. So he's going to be like, that Losing My Religion song is fucking awesome. And then, of course, Murray would be like, it's not my band, dude. He'd be like, yeah, yeah, I know what band you're in. That's me in the corner, buddy. Yeah, 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 you did. It's the end of the world, right? Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you're wicked. Yeah, I know. That's not my band. Yeah, yeah. And then you had that song about fucking It's Been a Bad Day, Don't Take My Picture. I love that song. <laughs> not me. Man, how weird is your lead singer? Uh, what? But we never got to that. Mike Knight, you're, have, you're on vacation, I aren't you? I had no idea he was in Fruvis until I listened to your show, so I, I actually learned something listening to your show. Which wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Murray Foster used to be a Moxie Fruvis. That's correct, sir. I knew that. Come on, man. Get with the game, Mike Knight. I, 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 I did not learn that on Wikipedia eight minutes before interviewing him either. <laughs> so don't even bring that yeah. shit up. <laughs> Wikipedia is never right anyways. That's, people make that Wait, shit up. It's true. Is this the part where I is this the part where I play the part of your ex-host and say Wikipedia? Yeah, that was yeah. Rev Davies uh-huh. did not believe in Wikipedia. Really? Yeah. It's, even even he, though it told him Tiger, go ahead. He believed in drinking my beer and not giving it back. <laughs> yeah, Tally is still owed four beers to Penthouse Lenny Lilac. It goes up every time we talk about it now. So I guess it's at six now. Yeah. Mike Knight. I've had the opportunity. I've had the opportunity to drink with him uh, since he left the show, and I don't think you want him to give any beer back. No, because he would. Inter- he'd interpret that in a different way. Him? Well, how would he interpret it? To give the beer back after he drank it. Oh, oh he didn't. He'd pee as on in it. Pee, pee it? it. Yeah, that's gross. So wait, you've had drinks with Rev Davies since we fired him from the Legend in My Spare Time universe, and AK for that matter. For shame, sir! Who do you think you are? We all we all went out to uh, karaoke. Um, I. Lenny's telling me to hit the the end call button, Mike. You're losing us here. I saw him in the shoppers, and he wouldn't. He didn't. He acknowledged me, but he didn't. Wouldn't talk to me. And I didn't even know him. You saw Mike. Oh, you saw Davies at a shoppers. He didn't acknowledge you. Hmm. He he nodded, but that's it. He didn't come over. Like we were five feet away. He could have said hi or something. Well, he knows. He knows. (laughs) He knows. He owes you four beers. 
cocksucker. This was, this was when, when's AK's birthday? Like in April? So this was like in April. So it was some time ago. Oh, okay. And things were still pretty like, I, I guess he didn't. I don't. I don't. I don't really know. I mean, there didn't seem to be too much bad blood or anything like that. So, yeah. Who knows? I mean, an AK's fine. AK still makes an appearance on every single episode. So, there yeah, you go. Exactly. Yeah. So, Mike Knight, how are you spending your vacation? I heard you're on vacation. I think. I'm on vacation, and uh, so far, I let's see. I'm just uh, hanging out in in the backyard with the kids and having water fights, and uh, I haven't worn underwear in three days. It's nice. Classy. Nice. Nice. Good for yeah. you, sir. Um, yep, on, a, on, a, on a little side note, Mike Knight and I met at the Ministry of Defense. Yep. How are things at the Ministry of Defense? Uh, same old, same old. I need, a new, I need a better deal on my cell phone. So um, what was this I heard about you being suspended? I want to hear about that story. They kept mentioning it in the last episode, but yeah, there we was can, no story uh, about what that was about. Well, in order to get that story, as we just said, you wouldn't have heard because obviously we're recording right now. The exclusive, the story between me and Van B and all this suspension and everything is going to be told in full in the exclusive episode. And the only way to get the exclusive episode is to email us with your name and your location. So that's where we're going to tell the story. You have to do it so we can link it to you. Can I tell you with my name and location? Well, you have to at least send me the email so I can put you into the correct folder, a.k.a. the correct list to send said episode out to. All right, then I'll do that. Because we're straight up just sending it to those people who respond. So in that thing, you'll hear the whole story. But let's just say that, uh, never mind. You'll all hear the whole thing in the exclusive episode. As told to (laughs) you by a children's novelist. That's right. That's right. I'm thinking of getting some big names in here to reenact the parts. (laughs) We'll make it a full-on radio drama. We'll have acting and sound effects and background music. It'll be intense. Excellent. I can't wait. Very good. I hope there's a part in it for me. Well, maybe there will be. We need somebody to go. I hear you pretty good at that. That's actually, yeah, that's right up my alley. Oh, yeah. So let's sidetrack and maybe we can do something actually like uh, current because I read something today that kind of blew my mind a little bit. Uh, This whole news of the world scenario, I'm sure you've heard and Lenny has heard. Basically, they got accused and caught for hacking into cell phones and uh, all that kind of thing. News of the World is a British newspaper. It was recently exposed that they were using technology of some kind, whatever it is, to hack into people's cell phones, access their private photos, text messages, things like that, in order to get a story. The reason it became so big is because I believe it was a kidnap victim that they hacked into this victim's phone. Delete, delete, delete. <laughs> Motherfucker, I gotta delete this shit. What's going on? If they're hacking into my phone, I gotta delete this oh, shit quick. Sh- come on. So they, they basically, they hacked into a kidnap victim's phone. Is that correct, Mike Knight? Are you aware? A, a, like a 13-year-old girl who had been abducted. Right. So they hack into her phone and clear out her, like start reading her messages in her inbox, which then leads the police to look into her phone and realize, oh no, she must be alive. She's reading her text messages. But she well, the, was already. The worst, thing, the worst thing was is that the only reason they deleted the messages was because the message box filled up, and they wanted to get more information and more story. So they started deleting the messages so that more people would leave messages. Right. So then the phone company says, "No, no, mom and dad, she must be alive. She's checking her messages." But it turned out it was this newspaper. Oh. Yeah. So now the newspaper, one of the biggest in the <clears throat> world, News of the World, has closed its doors. Yeah, Rup- Rupert Murdoch's. Right. Right. Done. 
Does so, he own Fox too? Uh, pro- possibly. Yeah. So now the two some, someone was the the editor in chief or the assistant editor or something was arrested yesterday. Right, and now two of the police involved at Scotland Yard have re- left Scotland Yard. They've quit, and the whistleblower, as it were, the journalist that broke the entire story was found dead today, and the police say. Me. It's not suspicious. We're not treating it as suspicious. The guy who just blew this story on the biggest newspaper scandal possibly ever was found dead today, but we're not considering it suspicious. No, it's fine. Well, they're probably just natural causes to, right. to, to lessen the outcry. Right, but oh my god, maybe that's on. the story. Yeah, it's always a work. <laughs> this is Vince McMahon's new thing. He owns the news of the world now, but it's just well, the, the the weird pop culture angle on that is. Who who wore the wire for the whistleblower? Hugh Grant. Really? Hugh Hugh Grant got one that. of the one of the uh, the employees on tape admitting to hacking into cell phones because he was he's been a victim of having his cell phone hacked, but he couldn't prove it. Right, right. Wow, that's the British press man. They're fucking dirty. So all this like, to get a the, newspaper story. The Daily Show. Yeah. The Daily Show made a great joke about it. it. Says the guy who got roadhead from an LA hooker is now the moral compass of England. <laughs> yeah, wonderful. Yeah, News of the World has been known for years. Like they print stories that are questionable. Yeah, like inquirer type. Right. right. Almo- oh, almost. Yeah. Wall Street Journal. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I mean, it's just the a Toronto great, Sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just a crazy story because I can't believe they're. I know now that I now that I think about it, it's probably more like Mike Knight said they are. Uh, they don't want an outcry, so they're saying it's not suspicious. But come on! Oh yeah, until they've done their investigation and got this, and then they'll be like, "Oh yes, we always knew it was." But yeah, so he either killed himself or somebody killed him. Because what are the odds that he just randomly had a heart attack two weeks into? I mean, maybe he's got so much so pressure much going around. Yeah, yeah. It's, Have they said how he died? No, it's just said the cause of death is unknown at this time, but police are not treating it as suspicious. Four gunshot mm. wounds to the head. It's yeah. natural causes. It's not suspicious. It's four <laughs> holes in his head. That's how he died. Yeah. What's suspicious about that? Yeah. He was a fan of trepanation. <laughs> so I just can't believe these stories that come out and the shit that people get away with. The end of the world as you know it. It's the, uh, that's the guy from Great Big City, right? That's right. I love that man. <laughs> the, the world is going to go to hell in a handbasket real soon. I mean, we've got what? three weeks until the United States is declared insolvent. Like they're going to go bankrupt. Greece is already bankrupt. Italy is right behind them. Spain, Portugal, like half of Europe is about to go down the shitter. I'm bankrupt. And the United States as well. And it's like, okay, great. Yeah. I wonder what 2012 is going to look like. Hey, speaking of Mexico, ban- speaking of bankruptcy, <laughs> plan of leisure, 370 <laughs> Highland road West up to 50% off select items. 519-772-0131. Just kidding. I'm a customer. I've bought things there. You did. You bought your daughter a strawberry shortcake uh, wall hanger when it was on uh, sale. Yes, I did. And oh. asked if you could also get the podcast discount on, on top? top of that discount. Like 45% <laughs> off. Of did. What did you expect? He was wearing a Nazi jacket at the time. <laughs> there you go. You must not try to escape. So, Mike Knight, you've <laughs> been a long... You've, you've been I a, never tried to escape from savings. <laughs> <laughs> you've been a long-time listener. I'm sure you've had yes. things saved up for your first appearance. And I've always wanted to try to be able to do it to you at the last minute so you don't have time to plan things out and think your way through it. But what's, oh, Jesus. Yeah. what have you wanted to get off your chest? What, what have you wanted to say to, to, to me, perhaps, to Lenny, to the Legend in My Spare Time listeners at home? Anything being saved up? Oh, man, you're putting me on the spot. Exactly. Um, I, I really think Jeff Black's notebook should come back, but he needs to really like step it up and be involved because yeah. that was funny. 
Yeah, thank you. And, and you like the uh, intro song, did you, Tim? Mike? I did like the intro song, yes. It was, yes, we all know that you put a lot of work into the intro song. Mike. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Mike Knight. Um, more Tara. Tara's oh, my favorite character. That's true. I on the it. on the Legend of My Spare Time uh, universe. Yeah, you tell me that a lot. You tell me that she's when she is on, she's the funniest, and when she does have something to say, it's usually the most interesting. Is that correct? Well, because as you guys have been fond of saying lately, everything's a work, and it sounds like everything's a work there, except for her, who is just genuinely funny and reacting to the insanity around her. <laughs> she's the saying, Robin Givens. Are you, show. are you saying that we're not always forth forthcoming with our listeners, and we she, may be playing she, games? You know what? You know what? I, 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 I've said this to you before a lot. Like, like the the comparisons to Stern. She's your Robin Givens, and she you need her on there to like to put the show to the next level. Except it makes Matt uncomfortable because then we just hit on her for hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. All these guys do is hit on her. True enough. True enough. And plus, I can't be my total scumbag self with my lady around. Yeah, because he's still got the you know the curtain. You know, yeah, there's no ring on her finger yet. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> That's right. We will have her back more often because she likes she likes getting involved. You could start her cool. own podcast. She could well, take Collins. Well, there is. You the, could just produce it. There is the exclusive the exclusive uh, series of episodes coming when Tara and I will be live at Walt Disney World. Yeah. That'll be fun. Not if the world ends. Well, no, but <laughs> oh, let's. Yeah, I had some. I had a question, and maybe I'm. I'm obviously I'm out of the loop. But what is this thing you keep saying that kayfabe or k kayfabe? kayfabe? Yeah, what's that? Kayfabe is a wrestling term. Uh, essentially, the best way to explain it would be: let's say you and I are wrestlers, and you and I are enemies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cannot be seen together in a car at the mall. At a coffee shop, leaving our hotel, leaving the arena, we cannot be seen together at all. Keeping up the act of us being enemies is hence the act of kayfabe. Pretending that you don't. But what's what's the what's the entomology of the term? Like, where did it come from? What what does it mean? I don't know. It's I just know, a, so you've just you've just defined it. But I mean, where did, where did I don't know? It's just one of these old school wrestling things. Just these one of these terms that's been around in the wrestling business. Yeah, since the fifties. Since the you know since the since way back. So yeah, it's. They actually used to have their own language too. I used to when I was in wrestling, I could speak it, but now I've forgotten. It's yeah, it's a matter of having words that we can say to each other that uh, the average person will not understand. Uh, so if you're at a wrestling show, if you are at a PWA show, and you overhear me say something to impact Eddie Osborne about kayfabe, you have no idea what I'm talking about, but Eddie does. Right. So it's I guess it's that kind of deal. I mean, but it's it's like, it's like hear- secret handshake motherfucker stuff. Yeah, like you will you hear uh, stories about like guys that were in a program against each other, but they're actually best buddies. And the one guy would hide in the trunk so he could drive out of town and get out of town. Yeah, she, Iron Sheik and uh, Hacksaw, they had a huge program, and they got caught in Toronto doing blow in the back of a, of a limousine once. Right. And that was a big deal because they were <laughs> yeah. supposed to be – they were fighting on the show that night. Yeah, exactly. Actually, speaking of that, back in the day, kayfabe would also be if you're in a bar after a wrestling show and some drunk guy challenges you to a fight – and then beats you in that fight, you're done. You're yeah, fired. Over. You're out of wrestling because you now look like a pussy. Because back then, it wasn't general knowledge that it was fake and that it was prearranged. So these guys, oh, even if you're in a bar, you have to keep up that appearance that you are the baddest motherfucker around. Kick the shit out of whoever comes near you. Yeah. I remember I remember when I remember when Hogan slammed uh, Andre and I was just like, oh my God. Because back then it was shock. I- but that wasn't back, any... then I, back then. I was a kid, and I was like, "This is there's something real about this." You know, I know it may be fake, but there's something real about it. Yeah, that was it. Was easy to see. That was one of the biggest moments in wrestling. It was just huge, and we saw another yeah. one on Sunday live. So I mean, I still think my favorite my favorite era of wrestling altogether 
was The Undertaker when he first came out as The Undertaker. And he had Stephanie McMahon at the like they climaxed with her all like on the cross in the I ring and all the wrestlers, good and bad, came out to fight him and the acolytes to try to get her off yeah. the cross. I remember I wasn't that, that, watching that at that time. Arc, I remember that arc right yeah. at that point. I remember the ending. I remember just being at, just like channel surfing when I'd already given up during the Attitude Era and seeing the whole Stephanie on the Stephanie on the crucified, crucified and shit. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, Undertaker now looks hilarious. terrifying. By the way, have you seen Does him? He? He's shaved no. his head and everything. No, they have a shot of oh. him at an airport. All right, totally bald. Looks pale as hell. Huh. Not good. I mean, he's not crouched over and limping. I don't think, but the bald head is a little creepy. If he came back with that as his new gimmick, terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> terrifying That's and i still i mean i haven't watched in a long time but has any is anyone better than the rock on the mic yet or what yes CM punk. CM to, me, punk. to me to me he was the yeah cm punk yeah who is making yeah. history I mean, right now yeah i know you were you were talking about that the last episode yeah yeah well as of but last I mean, night just, and as I of love... as of last night and as of nine fifteen today he is a history maker why what happened uh he won the wwe championship and left with it Oh, okay. As he promised. He caught, got caught all over TMZ, partying in Chicago with the belt. And at 12.01 on Sunday, when his contract expired, he tweeted Vince McMahon with a picture that said, Hey, Vince, it's 12.01. Do you know where your WWE championship is? With a picture of the championship in CM Punk's fridge. <laughs> with peanut butter. <laughs> like, literally, they're taking in all the social networking abilities of it, and they are selling the shit out of it. And it made Lenny and I postpone the podcast so we could watch two grown men. Doesn't happen anymore. Disappointed, though. Yeah, disappointed after all that. So, yeah. again, WWE had us happy on Sunday. Yeah. Monday, they dropped the ball. Yeah. But today on WWE television, uh, Mike, they fired Vince McMahon. <laughs> what? Yeah, the board, Vince McMahon? <laughs> the board of directors had a vote of no confidence, and Vince out. Vince is out. Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah, it's rather interesting. But our listeners hate wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> who are well, our listeners? Let's talk that... about let's talk about something they obviously really do care about. Yeah, well, we yeah, tried Tara, soccer. <laughs> well, we tried to talk about the news of the world. That didn't last long. Uh-huh. Yeah, soccer though. How about how about them Uruguayans? Yeah, how about knocking that? Off, uh, how, knocking off Argentina. How about them Japanese women winning the World Cup? I loved that. I thought I thought that was excellent. I'd like to say hi to my American friends and point out that the women's team is better than the men's. Oh what? What? I'm sure that bothers an American, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Joe. I didn't mean it. Damn it! I'm gonna get hate mail from Joe. Yeah. All right. Listen, Mike. Our, our, tell me the most offensive yeah. joke you know. Um. Wow. I used to, as you know, I was in a band for a long time, so I used to know a lot of them. But uh, since I've been daddy for such a long time, they, they've kind of fallen out of my repertoire. Let me think. Did you hear that Justin Bieber has a 10-inch penis? <laughs> no. It's in his ass, and it belongs to Usher. Oh, pretty good. I've heard that one. Pretty good, Mike. Good job. Good job. It's terrible. That's about it. That's, that's all I got. Oh. All right. Well, any closing words, Mike Knight? Um, bring back Van Boss. <laughs> What'd you say? I said bring back Van Boss. <laughs> And now we just got hung up on. Yeah. <laughs> Hope that worked out for you. Bring back Van Boss. Who does yeah. he think he is? That was Mike Knight, folks. You've heard about him a lot. He's listened to for a lot. 
You can call it, you could start producing Tara's own podcast, call it terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. Awesome. And what what would she do though? I don't know. It doesn't matter. She could talk. Apparently she has a big listener base already. Apparently. <laughs> Mike Knight fucking loves her. <laughs> Lenny Lilac fucking loves her. <laughs> she made me noodles. Well, you did, but it was her idea. That's true. We we ate noodles, we drank cream soda, we watched wrestling together. <clears throat> Mike Knight got hung up on and he just texted me, ha ha, fuck you. <laughs> well, uh, well, he broke the fourth wall. Lesson learned. So, Penthouse. Yes. Lenny. Should we tell people why I can't use my own name anymore? <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you mean, little Jimmy? <laughs> Listen, the government's not listening to this. How do you know? They don't know what you look like. They yeah. just know your name. They look. They think I'm mad. What if they come into the store and say, are you Penthouse Lenny Lilac? <laughs> You'd be like, yes, I am. Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> we tease it in the intro. You have to tell them now. At least, at least. I, I, when they were phoning my house, it's not as big a deal. It was because I didn't fill out the census, right? So that's why they, they were calling my house. But I looking, didn't think it, that's why they were calling. I thought they right. were calling for a different reason. So you were pretending to be somebody else. <laughs> Hi, are you Hank? No. no. <laughs> oh well, what's your name? Matt. Fuck. <laughs> so somebody. It may just be for census reasons, but somebody is looking for Penthouse, and he tells him he's me. So now when I'm in the store next time, and she's like, what's your name? I'm like, Matt. And she's like, fuck you. The other guy's name is Matt. No, you're Little Jimmy. Yeah, which is now why if you call Planet Leisure, and you're looking for me, it's Little Jimmy now. Yeah. My name is Little Jimmy because the census folks are looking for somebody. <sighs> I didn't fill out the census either. Fuck you. It's against the law. Did you know that? I'm not a citizen. I don't have to oh, fill yeah. it out. Wow. It's against the law to not tell them how many TVs you have in your house? Mm-hmm. Fucking government. I have three TVs. You lied. You looked up to the right. Do you have more than that? No, I, th- no, I didn't. I'm going to look to the left. Oh, I don't know my left yeah. and right. No, I have three. Nice. I was just trying to think if there was another one in the basement that's not right. plugged in, but there's not. Yeah, so you're hiding, and you're telling them you're me. Yeah. Nice. So if you see Penthouse Lenny Lilac, and you know who he is, just call him Matt. Yeah, what's up, Matt? And if you see me, apparently it's Little Jimmy now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm Little Jimmy. Cheers. He said you always want. You wish you would have started the your podcast with a fake name, anyway. That's true. It's true. I have said that many times that I wish I would also had a work name because you can go to iTunes and search Matt Lee's and you get this fucking thing. <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> My name's right on it, tagged right there. <laughs> oh, oh. <sighs> so, I told you you could start over, <laughs> the Little Jimmy experience. <laughs> well, we're this far now. We gotta at least get to a hundo. I don't know if we're gonna make it. Why? It's a, why? What? You can, well, you I could be in prison. Well, yeah, you could be in prison, but the show must go oh, on, bro. You could call me to, at prison. Nobody's bigger than the podcast. Oh my god, <laughs> that's what we have to do. Shut up! I ain't going to jail for you. No, no, we need a we need a pen pal in prison who we can get on Skype and get him in on the podcast every week. We're like, what's going on in jail this week, bro? I fucking knife this guy. <laughs> this fucking guy came up, tried to fucking. St- Why do you do. assume that he's got an accent like that? Because he's going to be a mobster in jail. Oh, okay. So what you need to do while you're at Planet Leisure is start writing emails to the prisons and be like, listen, we have a podcast. We want a guy to visit uh, Skype with us every week. We prefer him to be from Brooklyn, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Because that's very dangerous. Because that's way cooler. <laughs> yeah. And we'd like him to be very dangerous, but be nice to us. And not try to hurt us. Maybe he could tell a story. Right. That'd be fucking fascinating. 
He can tell us why he's in there and tell us he's innocent. We'll start a get him out of jail <laughs> campaign, campaign, and then we'll break him out, and, and it'll turn out he's us. guilty. Yeah, and then he'll, <laughs> he'll go us. on a killing spree, and it'll be the podcast's fault. <laughs> and then he'll kill you last. Right, but there is no bad press, Lenny. Oh, okay. Well, apparently there is in England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lose no, no, it's gone. So there officially is no bad press, because oh. the news of the world, dead. Buried. <laughs> Don't worry about it. So is the guy who exposed the story, apparently. <laughs> wow. Can you imagine? I just... I can't understand why a journalist would want to. Yeah, let's hack into that phone of that. I can. I never understood from a journalist's point of view, like, you know how they they end up in prison. Like the guy who wouldn't ride out on Barry Bonds. He sat in jail for fucking years. Yeah, yeah. Just because they they stick up for the amendment. Do you but- hear that, Tim Bam Boss? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Too much? No, that's good. Forty two minutes. <laughs> I can't understand why. I, I guess I, I can't understand because you don't want to be a rat. Nobody wants to be a rat. But uh, to sit in jail for that long? I don't know. This, I guess you, you wouldn't know until you, put, you were put to it. So, I guess, yeah, because I mean, what if the government finds me and says, turn over Lenny or you're going to jail? Yeah, you're gonna turn me over in a second, you prick. But I wouldn't. Wa- I wouldn't like. <laughs> you wouldn't want to. But I probably. You're gonna do it. I probably would end up doing it. But I would no way just do it right away. It wouldn't be like okay. There'd be a long time where I'd have to sit down and think about that shit and be like, really? Well, like, couldn't you give me the heads up that they, they got you? <laughs> no, because by the time they get to me, they're already listening to what we're doing. Uh, so there's no way I can get you a signal. Uh, you know, all because I didn't fill out the census. This is bullshit. Maybe there's more. Maybe they're up. Maybe they have heard the podcast. Yeah, and they heard some of those racist things that. Well, you from said. now on, I, I'm gonna next week. I'm gonna be a different guy. <laughs> this, I'm gonna be. This episode will be the last episode. Of Penthouse Lenny Lock. He's gonna get killed off. <laughs> no, remember the government doesn't know Penthouse. They know the other guy. Well, they know now. You just said my real name a minute no, ago. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. What did I say? You said my real name. Not the entire thing. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. All I said was Hank. Yeah. Oh, you can get Hank from Lenny. You can bleep that out every time. Yeah. <laughs> Change it to Hank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my first name is Hank. Yeah. <sighs> I'm, you know what? If, scared, uh, terrified. What if it's not the government? What do you mean? What if Dave K is sending a team after you? <laughs> Rage. But Dave K would have known because Dave K would have been like, he's in the store. He's four hundred pounds. <laughs> Because hey, Dave K doesn't know. I'm just saying Dave doesn't know. He would have overestimated. That's all. Yeah. You should call me fat. <clears throat> so if we don't hear from you for a while, like we need to like have a fail safe of some kind. We need to have an emergency signal for you to send me if it's all going down. Yeah. The Matt Lee's bat signal. <laughs> yeah. We need something. Because if I need to like, well, I mean, somebody's going to have to go to the store and get the wrestling figures because can't, they can't just go to waste. <laughs> Who knows what kind of power these senses people have? Okay, if they're going to start taking shit away from you, I need the, the wrestling figures and the TV and the beer pong table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's more beer pong tables in the back. You can sell them on Kijiji. <laughs> or yeah. like the guy who sold Arkham Horror on Kijiji. Yeah. Fucker. We can expose that story, right? Yeah. They had a game night at Planet Leisure. Leon. Oh, wow. Penthouse. <laughs> out of the goodness. Hank. Out of the goodness of his heart. Uh, sold the game night guys a game under cost. Uh, basically saying, okay, you guys all chip in five bucks. I assume there was going to be eight of them, so right. I was gonna—I I actually would have profited two dollars. The game cost me thirty-eight sixteen, right? And I thought if they all give me five bucks, they're going to be there anyways. Maybe they'll encourage them to buy something else. So I gave it all to them for five bucks. I assumed there was going to be eight of them. That's forty bucks. It turned out there's only six. Right. So. so you still let them have it, five bucks each, and then at the end of the night after game night, you let them raffle it off. Correct. I raffled it off. Right. Like, I'm like, I picked a number out of the hat, and one guy won it. Right. Well, then the cunt who won it, well, no, sorry, allegedly, right? So the next day, 
or a few days later. I got the a, next day, I was go ahead. I got a text from Lenny that says, "There's a copy of Arkham Horror on Kijiji." Now, Arkham Horror is a multi, like a multiplayer board game, role playing board game based on the 1920s. Basically, what I'm saying is they don't sell it at Walmart, they don't sell it at Zellers, they don't sell it at Kmart. They sell it at specialty stores like Planet Leisure, and it doesn't sell. <laughs> right, three seventy Highland Road West. We have them. We've never sold one, have we? No, I brought it in because I did sell a couple copies, but I brought it in. I still had extra. I had right. two we've, left. We've right. always had one. We've never had it. In de- it's never been in demand, no. so to speak. All of a sudden, it shows up on Kijiji for more than that. Yeah. So this guy's trying to take his five dollar investment and spin it. And hey, I'm all for spinning an investment. That's fine. But when you get it from an independent business. For less than cost? For five bucks. That's gauche. If you don't want the fucking game, give it back to the guy who lost money on it. Give it to one of the other guys who did want it. When, or give it back to you when yeah. one of the specialties of Planet Leisure is you can bring us our your used board games. Yes, trade them in. So you would have given him store credit. Mm-hmm. For Arkham Horror, he could have picked something that he did want, like a bunch of magic cards. Yeah. Just saying. It's... So many times I haven't had a game night since because I'm angry about it. I would be too. So many times people tell me I'm the one who is my gauge socially is off. But situations like this, I'm refreshed that other people agree with me. That was a gauche move. That was a douchebag move, and it's not just because I fucking hate society, which I do. Yeah. I I I wasn't sure it was the like I guess it's yours, you own it, whatever. Go ahead. But like fuck, why would you do that? Yeah, like it, it, he didn't do anything wrong. No, technically, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not mad at, at him. <laughs> More You're, disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. It's a very, it's a very weird thing to do. I just, I would never. Do I don't that. know it's him, but what are the fucking chances? <laughs> yeah, I told you we should have texted him to. We should have emailed him to buy it yeah. and be like, yeah, come to Planet Leisure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the game nights at Planet Leisure continue though because they are now a dart night. Yeah, well, uh, my friends ran off all the nerds. Yeah, that's fair. Because they sat there playing darts going, nerds? Nerds! nerds! From <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds. That's great. It's good. You have loyal friends. I know. They decided to jump. Well, I mean, one of them, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the things your friends have offered to do for me. Yeah, I've got loyal, loyal friends. Yeah. And they're willing to do things for you. It's true. For a price. <laughs> yeah, and not even really a price, so, no. so to speak. The price is the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah, because sometimes you just want to do the right thing. Yeah. I'm reminded of Charlie Sheen in Major League. When they're sitting having dinner with Tom Berenger, and he looks down and he goes, "That's my wife at that dinner table with that guy," and Charlie Sheen says, "You want me to drag him out of here and kick the shit out of him?" And as a kid, that used to make me giggle my ass off. But that's your friends. I know they're the Charlie Sheen <coughs> winning. Hey, that actually works. <laughs> a couple of your friends. Yeah. <laughs> what? Who's your friend? Is it Deegs? It's always like, a, "Oh, it's the strip club." How was it? Fell in love twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Deegs is the one who emailed us and said he didn't like the background music. No, there's currently none. Well, it's been rotating and changing because our listeners asked yeah. for it. Yeah, you listen to your fans, Vince? <laughs> That's true. Speaking of that, actually, great, because there's a point I forgot. Harvey Locust from Omaha, Omaha Nebraska, friend of the show, texts me in the vein of doing what our listeners ask and said, uh, hey, man, I'm having a problem with your episodes because I put up the episode title as episode 56, but I spell out 56. Uh-huh. He says when he puts that onto his phone because he's not listening on an iPod, it doesn't format numberly. It formats it alphabetically. So for him, the episodes are all over the place. Oh. So I said, you know what, Harvey, for you, I will change the format of how we put them up both on Podbean and how they're listed on iTunes. Did you hear that? 
Did you hear that? I'm doing that for the listener. Yeah, that's nice of you. So moving forward, I'll do it just as numbers so that it sorts for everybody's fucking list. And everybody has a nice, easy way to get it. I think that's cool. Uh-huh. You're a better man than most. No, I'm not. I'm a terrible man. <laughs> Bad motherfucker. Who sometimes just does things that don't actually cost or really affect <laughs> yeah. me at all and then try to play it off like I'm the hero. How come I go on Podbean sometimes to check out the hits things and certain episodes don't have hit lists at all? Like it doesn't say anything. Because Podbean is a steaming pile of shit. <laughs> oh. And there's more times, more often there are things wrong with it than things correct. Since then I've uh, subscribed it. on iTunes so that now I don't even get to see the hits. Yeah. But I'm, I'm interested to see. Well, the hits go up and down too. Like sometimes you go to Podbean and an episode will have this many hits. Yeah. Next day I'll go back and it has less. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Like the, especially when you first put it up, like it'll say it has one hit and then the next day it has 13 hits. Then it again has one hit. Right. I don't know what it is. I mean, I don't know how hard it is to track how many times somebody has clicked play on an MP3 file, but mm. evidently it is. No, that's the thing. This is your job, Podbean. Get it fucking right. Yeah, this is the one thing you do. Yeah, I hate that. Speaking of Podbean getting things right, though, coming very soon to a mobile app store near you. Are you ready for this outstanding announcement, Lenny? I don't have an iPhone. Do you have an Android phone? I have a Crackberry. No, you don't. Okay, so if you at home have an iPhone or an Android, any of the HTCs, any of those phones, coming very soon... The Legend in My Spare Time podcast app. There, I said it. Huh. So it's there. It'll be available, ladies and gentlemen, for one ninety nine. Hundred ninety nine bucks. What a no. rip off! Two dollars. Uh. Two dollars. You can get our app. What the app will entitle you to is no more having to plug in your iPhone or Android phone to update the MP3s. You can stream or download right from the app. You can see photos and any blog entries that we wish to send up to the app. Picture, all right there on the app. Pictures of your ass. You never know. Pictures of my nipples. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> Purple best, bathroom. Best part is, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> fuck you. Best part is, out of that $1.99 that you pay for your app, Legend in My Spare Time, we get 75% of that. Huh, that's so that's pretty deal. good. So buy it. So then you can pay back all the guys who gave you money for yeah. that. We're not talking about that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> all is not lost, though. Uh, Maybe this is a good way to close, because uh, a couple weeks back, we talked about how... The Matt Lee's band album was dead, finished, capute, due to budgeting and timing constraints. Next day, I got a call from Wayne Bond. You know him. He's from Manchester, plays drums in the Matt Lee's band, is the producer of the Matt Lee's band record. <sighs> Basically, he said, you suck. I don't want to talk to you. You're fired. No, that was, the other, that was a guitar player. No, uh, he said, you pussy, you fucking drama queen. I've been listening to the tracks, and we are a lot fucking closer than you think we are. So pull your head out of your pussy ass, get down here, and let's finish this fucking record, you bitch. Did I mention you're a pussy? Is basically what Wayne Bond said. So apparently, because I mean, we did, we had our whole band in there for countless takes. We literally have take upon take upon take upon take upon take of every track for every song. So we may not have a complete run of the bass or a complete run of guitars or keyboards, but we have pieces everywhere with the wonders of technology we can move those pieces around clip edit and put this album together and you people won't even be able to notice that it's not one take oh really so you have, <coughs> sorry go ahead so you have enough that you th- he thinks you can finish the record that's what he thinks he thinks we have a ton of stuff that i don't 
that I haven't heard. Because they did. And you just think the Mad Please band sucks now and you're bored with it, so you're not even interested. Maybe. No, I want to finish the record. It's it's probably time to finish what I started at last eventually, but I didn't think it was in my power to do so. Because if you start if you start making a movie with funky fucking Humphrey Bogart and halfway through Bogart pulls out or dies, right? You're not going to just be like, all right, well, let's get somebody. Didn't else. they make a Batman movie like <laughs> The Crow? No, the Batman, the guy Heath Ledger. Didn't he die? Oh, during that? <laughs> the Doctor, whatever. Yeah, yeah. The Joker. Crazy. Yeah, but what they did was pick three different actors to play the part. Yeah. So for one person, I need three. No. So <laughs> Wayne Bond says there are so many takes here. There are so many tracks here, just full of guitars and bass and everything. We can build the record. I know we can do it. Shut your whore mouth, Matleys. So when are you going to? Soon. I mean, it's all just fucking based on scheduling right now, which is good because I have two solid days off each week, and the other days Plus I don't. The suspensions. Right, and <laughs> you know I don't usually work till later. Yeah. So we're gonna get back in there and we're gonna get it finished. And uh, for those of you who have bought custom songs, the work has started already. So. Huh. Just like that, turned around. Yeah. The TSN turning point. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's a bonus of uh, you guys being able to listen to a podcast as it is, because you get us at our most raw, and our most unedited. And when we had the talk, and when I said basically the dream is dead, I was down about it. I was really bummed about it. I was really emotional about it, and I just spoke completely how I was feeling. So that's either a detriment or a positive of this podcast. Personally, I think it's a positive. You get to hear us at our most fucking. This is us. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to bullshit you other than all the kayfabe shit. <laughs> But you know that that's what it is. I, I we're sp- only gonna bullshit you seventy two percent of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Rule number one: we're always bullshitting you. Rule number two: when we're not bullshitting you, we're still bullshitting you. So <laughs> there it is. Anything else? Any closing words? We're done. Pretty much. Huh. That's quick. What the fuck are you doing? That's your closing words. What the fuck are you doing? Don't bring back Jeff Black's notebook. I miss Jeff Black. I hope everything works out for him, but... Yes. Fuck you and your notebook. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Jeff Black not here again. Continuing family, personal, whatever. We hope everything's cool. Jeff Black, you are welcome back anytime. Now that we've said the niceties, yes, fuck you and your notebook, Jeff Black. sucker. And Job Radio, (laughs) 99.9. Fuck you. (laughs) So it's me, the original hoodie ninja, Matt motherfucking Lees, or little Jimmy. He's Penthouse Lenny Lilac. Closing words? Or you can call me Matt. Or you can call him Matt, apparently. Uh, any closing words? <clears throat> no, you suck. I hate you. Where's that purple bathrobe girl again? <laughs> <laughs> this has been another edition of your favorite podcast. Lenny, would you like to cue AK? <laughs> hey, AK, give me a purple bathrobe and a retard screen. See you next week, fuckers. Legend in my space. I'm a ninja, I'm a hoodie ninja. You're all car ninja stars, now you're injured. Tough love, non-chuck, freak your fingers. Got a ball, cause I don't wanna linger. I'm a ninja, I'm a hoodie ninja. You're all car ninja stars, now you're injured. Tough love, non-chuck, freak your fingers. Got a ball, cause I don't wanna linger. Got my ninja, get up, it's a fat, fat sweatshirt. Rockin' off and dress. Hey, Lenny. Yeah. Have you heard the exciting news? No, I haven't. Legend in My Spare Time are doing an exclusive episode. No way. Yes. All you have to do is email legendinmypodcast at gmail.com with your name and where you're listening from, and that's it. What if I don't have a computer? 
borrow your grandma's. Use somebody's She's iPhone. She's dead. Oh. Well, borrow somebody's phone on the bus and send a text. Send an email. Legendofmypodcast at gmail.com and tell me where you're listening from and you get the free, 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 free exclusive episode. Can I write a letter? Sure. Legendofmypodcast at gmail.com. So write the letter, take a PDF, scan it, email it, legendofmypodcast at gmail.com, and you get the exclusive episode. I don't have a computer, you idiot. I want to put a stamp on it. Will you still send it to me? No. If you don't have a computer, the exclusive episode is not open to you. How would you hear this then? Listen. Listen. That's right. If you can't hear this, if you don't have a computer, you're not listening. But if you do have a computer and you email legendofmypodcast at gmail.com, we will send you an exclusive episode. Don't give too much away. Legendofmypodcast at gmail.com for the exclusive episode. Call now. Call now. I'm proud of you, Lenny. Thank you.